This episode of On The Record is brought to you by Weasler Engineering. Whether you need low power for occasional use or high power for the toughest jobs, Weasler's PTO drive shafts have you covered. To learn more or to find the right PTO for you, visit www.weasler.com. I'm Executive Editor Kim Schmidt. Welcome to On The Record. Here's a look at what's currently impacting the ag equipment industry. Before we get to today's headlines, I wanted to invite you to join us for Ag Equipment Intelligence's 2022 Executive Briefing on December 8th and 9th. To learn more about the virtual event program and to register, visit www.agequipmentintelligence.com slash executive briefing. After five weeks and three proposed labor agreements, the Deer UAW strike has come to an end. On November 17th, 61% of UAW John Deere members voted in favor of ratifying what Deere had called its last, best, and final offer. Operations resumed for the third shift on November 17th. According to a report from the Wall Street Journal, about 66% of Deere workers received production-based compensation. The ratified agreement increased the baseline for workers in the program from the previous 115% level of their weekly pay to 120%. This means Deere expects employees to routinely earn 20% more than their regularly weekly pay through higher output. Wages will increase immediately by 10% with projected increases of 30% over the term of the contract. This amounts to a $6 to $9 hourly wage increase. In addition to those increases, the agreement includes cost of living adjustments every three months to protect employee wages against inflation. For ongoing coverage and the most up-to-date details on the Deer Strike and new contract, including over 40 individual updates from the last five weeks, visit agequipmentintelligence.com slash deerstrike. This week's dealer on the move is Brandt Tractor. Brandt Tractor CEO Sean Semple told Ag Equipment Intelligence that, while an announcement has not yet been made, all service equipment locations will be rebranded as Brandt Tractor locations. Semple also confirmed Brandt Tractor will continue carrying the same short-line equipment brands service had previously carried. He added that, going forward, Brandt Tractor is looking to bolster the support and services previous service equipment locations offered and ensuring they have the proper amount of people properly trained. Now here's Michaela Pockner with the latest from the Technology Corner. Thanks, Kim. Fully autonomous vehicles may be closer and more necessary than you think. That's the argument of Bill Lemcool, owner of Precision AgriService, an independent precision dealer group headquartered in Ohio. Today, we're taking a look at some of the highlights on his autonomy timeline. In 2008, the John Deere Concept iTech Pro automated the entire driving function for qualified Deere tractors giving less skilled operators the ability to make more efficient and accurate turns. The Fent and Trimble Guide Connect, launched at Agrotechnica in 2011, featured a driverless tractor that automatically followed another operating tractor. The operator in the leading tractor could monitor and control both vehicles. Other manufacturers soon followed suit. Kinsey debuted its autonomous grain cart in 2013. The cart could follow the combine through the field, receive the load from the combine, and return and park following unloading. The CNH Autonomous Project resulted in a cabless Case IH Magnum in 2016 
The demonstration promoted seeding, planting, and tillage for broadacre and row crop farming and gave farmers a glimpse of how they'd be able to manage fields and oversee the operation of several vehicles at the same time. Two years later, the DOT Autonomous Power Unit debuted. This video of it is from 2020 after Raven Industries acquired the company. The diesel-powered autonomous platform coupled with implements to drive itself and perform farming functions. Yanmar also entered the fully autonomous space in 2018 with its two-series robot tractor. The autonomous driving machine aimed to enhance efficiency and reduce labor needs. In 2020, Raven unveiled its AutoCart, which was later rebranded as OmniDrive. The technology allows a combine operator to call a driverless tractor with a grain cart to follow alongside the combine and receive the load. CNH purchased Raven this year. Looking to the future, Lemcool says dealers may need to prepare to make additional investments in equipment and employees to service OEM units, standalone integrated platforms, swarm type units, and more. Autonomy is already in agriculture in many different forms. Um, you know, some people just don't realize it, but, you know, I, in my mind, it's the next auto steer. Uh, autonomous vehicles won't be for everyone, but, you know, I think in the next five to eight years, we'll see a big influx in uh, this type of technology um, and autonomous vehicles. The 2022 Precision Farming Dealers Summit this January will feature a panel discussion on preparing your dealership for autonomy. For more information and to register for the event, visit PrecisionFarmingDealerSummit.com. That's it from the technology corner. Back to you, Kim. Thanks, Michaela. In this most unusual year of high farm incomes, rising inputs, and scarce supply of nearly everything, Ag Equipment Intelligence conducted a survey on November 15th to 17th on the year-end situation that drew 257 growers and 80 dealers. First for the survey of farmers on November 17th. We asked growers what will be different about their year-end tax plans this year. For those making a living in the farm equipment business, their responses show that there will be high competition for their dollar over the next month and a half. Farmers are planning significant pre-purchasing for all major farm consumables, led by liquid fertilizer as more than one-third of growers are increasing their normal prepaid purchases before December 31st. Pre-purchase plans for iron is a different story. While 31% of farmers plan to stock more parts than they typically would, most farmers are significantly reducing their big-ticket equipment pre-purchasing in all categories, either because of choice, availability, or both. As AEI learned in its dealer survey, about 20% of dealers are forecasting measurably more prepaid 2022 parts before the end of the year, possibly a lower number than the farmers since they know the availability situation. And now what equipment dealers see for the next six weeks. Most of the dealers say a typical December usually brings in 11 to 20% of the year's total whole goods income. Yet most dealers are forecasting a disappointing December this year. More than one half say they'll finish 2021 with a month that falls below 10% of the total sales. In other words, the percent of dealers who will earn less than 10% of the year's revenue in December is more than doubling this year. In addition, only 2.5% of dealers report that next month could bring a sales level equal to 30% or more of the year's whole good business. This is 3.5 times fewer than a normal December's performance. On-hand inventory is among the problems. 
Through a survey of on-hand inventory and price range, it was clear that dealers report a real dearth of both used and pieces priced above $100,000. With under $100,000 priced units being the only exception, most dealers report five or fewer pieces on hand in each of the other three larger price categories surveyed. On equipment priced between $250,000 and $350,000, five or fewer pieces on the lot are reported by 79.49% and 77.5% for used and new respectively. For units priced $350,000, the numbers jump to 87.5% for used and 83.78% for new. And deliveries of already ordered equipment is another big challenge. Dealers were extremely negative on the prospects of deliveries of orders from both their mainline and shortline suppliers arriving before New Year's Eve. For both types of equipment, dealers' confidence level is in the low 30% range. The survey showed almost no optimism on deliveries. Just one-fourth of dealers believe there's a better than 50% chance of seeing their new mainline inventory orders arriving this year, with only slightly more who expect shortline manufacturers to perform any better than the majors. If the ag world thought the 2021 delivery performance was bad, here's more sobering news. Nearly two-thirds of dealers expect a worse year for new whole goods deliveries in 2022. But most critical on the minds of some dealers were 2022 seating equipment orders, and whether they'll show up in time for their customers to take the field next spring. More than 70% of dealers expect some degree of planter orders will fail to show up for spring planting, with more than one half now expecting 10% or more of their ordered planters won't arrive in time. The concern is even more critical for some, as 27% of dealers project that almost one-third or more of their planter orders will fail to arrive in time. More in-depth analysis of this just-completed year-end survey data of both farmers and dealers, as well as further detailed breakouts, will be made available shortly to paid subscribers of Ag Equipment Intelligence and pre-registrants of the 2022 Executive Briefing virtual event. In its latest earnings report, Bueller Industries, which manufactures the Versatile and Farm King brands of equipment, reported declining sales in the fourth quarter of 2021, which it attributed to supply chain issues. Bueller Industries reported 2021 fourth quarter revenue of $46 million, down 8.5% from $51 million in the fourth quarter of 2020. Total revenue for 2021 came in at $201 million, up 1.5% from $198 million in 2020. Net earnings for the quarter were a loss of roughly $0.6 million, while net earnings for the year were a loss of roughly $0.3 million. Income from operations in the fourth quarter was $1.7 million, an improvement from the $5.9 million loss reported in the same quarter last year. Income from operations for the full year 2021 was $5.9 million, up from a loss of $8.3 million in 2020. Bueller said in its press release that demand for its products was strong and that the company continues to increase production to address a growing order backlog. As always, we welcome your feedback. You can send comments and story suggestions to kschmidt at lestermedia.com. Until next time, thanks for joining us.